Today on Home Cookery and Other Sense, we're talking about burritos. Burritos? I thought you said it was a beef roll. Uh, yeah, that's, that's what this recipe calls it, but it's just an Asian-inspired burrito. Uh, we did an episode not too long ago on, well, I mean, everything is long ago, right, in terms of months, but <laughs> uh, a bit ago, we did an episode on Asian-inspired sloppy joes, and this is basically the burrito equivalent, and we're just really happy about it. <laughs> yeah, uh, I'm looking yeah. at the title, and I realized, I mean, it's not a roll. We didn't use beef, and I don't know, I guess it's Thai, because we put Thai basil in it, but <clears throat> nothing about this is Thai, nor beef, nor roll. <laughs> I, yeah, it's, it's, it's all Asian inspired. It's like an Asian fusion thing with burrito. But, <laughs> but I mean, that doesn't mean it didn't have, I didn't have high hopes for it. It does taste super good and it is like really easy to make. Yeah, that, I mean, I wasn't sold on it beforehand, but I will say I came around to it for sure. It's, it probably takes, it's, it's called the 20 minute. Thai basil beef roll. It probably takes like 30 minutes. But if you were like really hurrying, maybe it would take 20 minutes. Well, if uh, if you did things at the same time, which we never do, we always mise en place before we start anything. Yeah, I mean... If you cook some stuff at the same time, you could probably do this in 20 minutes. Yeah, you probably could. So, um... Yeah, so, so this this one made us really happy recently. We just had a good weeknight dinner that wasn't very complicated at all and was fairly inexpensive with like the ingredients used. There's like nothing really weird in it. No, not at all. It was, um, yeah, it was nice. It was weird for our intro, wouldn't you say? What? Like, we kind of got right into talking about our opinions of the recipe. And oh, we yeah. We tangent for like 45 minutes. Uh, I just want to make sure that... <laughs> I want to make sure you know we're going to be talking about it like early on. So at least if you're like, I hate the Asian race, you can oh tune out. You, know? <laughs> you are not Tom Segura. You cannot make that joke. <laughs> yeah. No, if you like... If you think Asian food isn't your thing or you don't like burritos, like you can be like, I don't care about this episode. If you don't like burritos, to be you fair, don't like though, Asian like, food, like why did you click on this Why did you click on it? Yeah, it's fair. So... It's not like it was a mystery. <laughs> I know. And if somehow our podcast is coming up in your iTunes shuffle or your Spotify shuffle, I think you need to rework your uh, algorithm there. That's a fun life that you live. <laughs> Just shuffled podcasts? Wow. I don't think that's a thing. I don't know. Could it should be. be. It could be. It could be. Uh, <clears throat> anyway. Anyway. I don't know, getting straight to the point feels weird. Is there anything dumb you want to talk about? Oh, I have a thing I could bitch about. You've heard me bitch about it already, but um, it's something to bitch about again. Okay. Because uh, it's food-related. Our city implemented mandatory um, composting. composting. So they said, oh, just take all your food scraps and put them in your yard scraps okay. bin. Which we live in a condo and our yard's taken care of for us, yet somehow we have a yard scraps bin before everybody else. I think we're the only ones in the neighborhood because uh, it's been going on for like two months now 
and they've only ever picked up our food scraps twice. We went a whole month with nobody picking up shit, just food rotting in a can in the front yard. And then I called and I bitched and they picked it up twice. And then now they stopped doing it again. The best part is they lie to you online and they say, we totally came and picked that one up. <laughs> yeah, the rotting trash in my yard says you fucking didn't. So <clears throat> it's it stinks. I mean, trash stinks, right? But this is like... This is just food. Food waste trash that like, smells bad Like think of a trash can <laughs> that you didn't take out that's inside your house for a while. Yeah. Now put it out in the sun all day. And yeah. as it climbs into the 90s around yeah. here. Yeah, now it's starting to get hot, too, so it's even worse. It's like, okay, so at All- this point, we're like, we're not complying with this bullshit until the trash company picks up their shit. Like, Consistently. I don't, I don't even care about doing the composting. It's I'll not, do it if you take my trash away every week. It's, like, not that difficult. We're kind of used to doing things like this because we keep our vegetable scraps and things and, like, meat scraps sometimes for stocks. So it's not that weird. Um... You know, it's not, it wasn't even like a big adjustment or anything. It's just, I can't have like, a, it, it, it attracts a, bugs and animals. Instantly it attracts bugs. Like within the same day, the bug, the flies are already in the trash can. Right. So I'm not doing that. Especially because they told us some horse shit about how you can't put um, like compost friendly plastic bags. They won't let, they told you not to do that. So you're just throwing... Right, you can't bag anything. You're just throwing food scraps loose straight into a bin. So, I mean, it's extra bad. They told you you put it in paper bags, but I don't want to fucking pay for those and store those. And so, I don't care. Like we said, I don't care. I just do it. Pick it up on time. And don't raise my rate for a service... That you're not going to fucking provide. That's that's the kicker, right? They're charging it, us. They're charging us more because now they're having to actually service our area. But they're still not doing it. But they're yeah, they're not doing it. So it's and like, they were um, already servicing the people who had the yard waste. They were already picking up those cans. So nothing so changed. Nothing changed other than now there's a new thing, so we can justify charging you more. I guess our area is going to become part of that route one day, but. You yeah. know, charge me when I'm part of your route consistently. Yeah, so not only can we... I mean, we can just choose to be non-compliant and no one's going to notice probably for a year or whatever. I mean, that's what's happening all in our parents' neighborhoods. Uh, they give you a year to or so to adjust to it. Which is... That's fine, I guess, but then, like... Don't the, the raise my rate. Yeah, the shitty thing is they're going to charge us more for shit that we're not... They're not even doing... So it's like, uh, it's like almost a hundred dollars to get our trash it's taken out. It's ninety bucks for every for three months of a service. Oh, it's three months. Okay, it's still not per though, month, but still, it was seventy five, and they told me it was supposed to be eighty or eighty five. And this month, this season, <clears throat> try whatever three month period, they're gonna charge us ninety, and I'm gonna call. I gotta call them, bitch, and find out, and you know, press zero twenty five times. Yeah, because when you call the company. Um, which is waste, just waste management. The WM, they're green and yellow. They're all over the country. They're a shit fucking company that does a lot of underhanded shit. But, I mean, what company doesn't? Uh, you go, you call them, though, and there's no option to speak with a person. Like, no, there's no right combination. But I found out the hack, life hack, if you spam the zero button about 20 times... They connect you to someone. It breaks their bot. Uh, 
Yeah. Yeah, I was talking to some coworkers about this, and they were, like, kind of flabbergasted when I told them that some companies are now smart and don't make zero the automatic go-to-operator button, because they know everybody just wants that. So, like, CVS is a big one that you can't just press zero. It doesn't do anything. You have to, like, listen to the prompts. Most of the most of the properties I call at work don't have zero as their default. It's one through four. It's yeah. It's it's, uh, it's too easy. It's a complete crapshoot. You got to listen, and sometimes there's no option to leave a voicemail. Yeah. So it's fun. It's the joys of being an adult and owning a home, right? <sighs> you got to fix all the shit yourself. Our garage door's broken. Paid way yeah. too much to replace the motor, which we thought was the problem, and turns out it's probably the main breaker switch. So you gotta get a proper electrician out to fix the fucking thing. Meanwhile, we're opening and closing the door by hand, like some sort of pores. It's, we're playing Last of Us at home. <laughs> How many garages do you have to fucking open in that game? You mean part two or part Either one? Either or both. Either and or both? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> every time every time it goes to, to open the garage, I'm like, it's fucking left. Because I just finally played the second. So I played, I had played the first game forever yeah, ago. And it came out. Yeah, and I it was good, but I was really bad at games at the time. So I found it really frustrating. You were really bad at games at the time. <laughs> I found it really frustrating. Um, but I played it, and I thought it was great, um, plot-wise and everything. Watched the show recently, which is also great. You should watch that. I mean, listen to this podcast, and then watch that, if you haven't already. The Last of Us Oh, yeah, it's really good. I mean, if you don't like video games, it doesn't matter. It's a good show. It's just a good story. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's it's great. So then I, I was kind of watching the show, and I'm like, oh, I really need to watch this, or I need to play the second game, because the second season... Of the show is going to be based on the second game, which is cool. Um, you know, I'm like, I got to play the game before I get there. So I'm playing the second, I replayed the first game and played the second game like super recently. And there are just so many fucking garage doors. I don't know of anybody else that complains about that other than you. It's not necessarily a complaint. It's just like, there's so many, like it's so prevalent in the game. And I only think about it because we have to do it now. And I'm like... <laughs> it's annoying. I mean, luckily, it's not like heavy-ass industrial garage doors. Like, it is all the time in Last of Us where you have to, like, hoist one side up and have somebody crawl under and then have them hold it on their end and you crawl under. Like, at least it's not like that. Well, that's because we just also paid to have the track <laughs> service. So now it's super slidey and smooth and... <laughs> We were just really, really hoping it wasn't the... We already knew it was the main breaker. Honestly, we should have just held out for the main breaker because that was cheaper to fix. Is it? Yeah. Is it? Well, the not the main, but the, the breaker specifically for the garage is cheaper to fix. Uh, see, but we had people look at this before. Like when we first bought the house and we had people looking at stuff because like our water heater broke immediately, took a shit right when we moved in and we're like oh my god so we have all these people out and there was we had somebody look at the electricity at one point because of something like the garage being shorting out and they're like oh it's your hole breaker it's just too old you have to replace your hole breaker and oh like, that was later on when the house lights would flicker and then the guy charges 90 dollars to turn a goddamn screw 
Yeah, well, there was that, yeah. That was different. No, but, but he, I think that guy also, there was one guy that said there's nothing wrong. Yeah, because the original inspection, they were like, the breaker's overheating. Yeah. And then somebody else came out and looked at it, and they couldn't reproduce the issue. But I know at one point, one of those guys was like, you That have, was the screw guy. You have to replace this whole circuit breaker. The whole, the whole uh, breaker box. The whole, yeah, because it's old. It's like, what? Yeah. My parents had the same fucking breaker box for a thousand years. What do you mean it's old? Mm-hmm. Either way, it's fun. So we gotta get somebody to come over and just replace the one fucking breaker. Yep. Because it shorts out everything on it when you try to open and close the garage. Or if you now if you turn the light on. So there's something wrong with that breaker. It has to be at this point. But unfortunately, we're not savvy enough with electricity to be able to just buy <laughs> the damn part and change it out no. ourselves. I would never trust myself with that. I'd be so worried I'd fuck it up. Yeah, I mean, I have no idea, so. So. No idea. Yeah. It's <laughs> fun. A little bitch sesh. Get yeah. that out. Yeah, life is, like, hard sometimes. Right? It's not all uh, Thai basil beef rolls and cupcakes. Uh... Sometimes you gotta <laughs> deal with your garage and the trash company. Did we already talk about... The genetic testing that we were doing? Probably not, because we probably hadn't done it by the, from the last time that we mm, did it. I think we were waiting for it at the time when we were talking last. It was like three weeks ago, but um, a couple of weeks back we... So, spit in a cup. Yeah, we spit in a tube and sent it in the mail and... <laughs> and it's uh, not as crazy as it sounds. No, it's not. Um, we, we were getting a genetic uh carrier panel to find out like specifically if i have this uh, disease that we know is in my family or you know if i like i'm a carrier um luckily it's recessive so even if i was like we would both have to be carriers to give it to a, a kid potentially um and nick we found out recently nick doesn't have it so that's all really great news he doesn't have any of those particular variants so the big, big scary thing we were worried about, we don't have to worry about anymore. Which is nice. Yeah, but we're still waiting for my results to get back, and I am extremely impatient. You are. You are really impatient. So yeah. For some reason, I got delayed or whatever, so we're waiting for it to come back. I mean, because there's stuff you can, there's stuff you can have where it's like a dominant gene, and if one parent has it, you can still pass it. And if you like, there's ones that are even specific to like mothers and sons and stuff like so you know not out of the woods yet but that's a thing that's going on that we're waiting for it is and do you know what sucks is um i mean if whenever we have a kid if we have a kid the likelihood of this podcast continuing after it's born drops drastically to be Mr. Negative for a second. Eh, I don't know. Maybe it'll be the one thing that keeps me from going super postpartum and killing my own child. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, now you're just making me sad. Well, okay, well. <laughs> no. Right, we'll see, but, I mean, hopefully we can... Who knows, right? It's Life is going to get really complicated quickly. <laughs> Doesn't that happen to everybody? I think it does. I think it does. You know, when you're thinking about doing something really big, like making some big choice, like having a kid or buying a house, 
something like that and you're just like dealing with all these things and questions and worries about things um and it just seems like there's so many things to worry about and you're sitting there like how does anyone do this like everyone does this so many people do this all the time how do they do this because <laughs> i'm so stressed out right now you know like with all the stuff that wouldn't wouldn't it be nice to go to a place where everyone knows your name Mm-hmm. Do, 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 do. All I could think of the, was the theme song from Cheers while you were uh, doing that. Oh, well, that's fair. The song's a real bummer. Right? That's one of those songs where, like, if you fully listen to the song and pay attention to the lyrics, it's a real bummer. It sounds like such a happy song. <laughs> you listen but to I, it, you're I like, most fuck. Of those, <laughs> I think most of those lyrics get covered up in the actual... Um, the show because they like they cut the lyrics out and they just keep doing the instrumental background but i think so it's like the okay it's like the opening song to friends but the friends one is like more cheery and optimistic (laughs) than the cheers one so anyway yeah it's i it's I'm, i'm saying the long form of adulting is hard or whatever but there's like i feel like there's so many people going through this same stuff yeah at the same time and we're all just like you 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 can i'm trying to take the positive approach to that like what so many people do this all the time and i'm smarter than most of them so like there has to be (laughs) this has to work out for me right it does do you know what will help (laughs) make things work out thai basil beef rolls I mean, they're good. Uh, Let's talk about that to uh, steal uh, the simplest line from Good Mythical Morning. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, so today we're going to talk about this basil beef roll by Half-Baked Harvest, which is a uh, some guys on Pinterest. Is this not a stoner website? Not that I know of, but I did have that thought. I mean, looking at... Looking at the title and looking at the ingredients for this. This does seem very much like a stoner food. Like you went to the fridge and you just kind of threw a bunch of shit together. What do we got? Uh, tortillas, uh, tortillas old, old ground beef. beef and got herbs uh, over there. Got this uh, <laughs> my boy chili sauce. Uh, <laughs> put, uh, put some soy the, sauce in there. Put it fine. in the beef and put it in the Put it in the beef in the pan. Yay. <laughs> yeah, I don't know if it's if there's like alluding to weed there, or if it's something like, or if they're like doing a play on half baked ideas. Maybe I don't know. I don't know. I like to assume that it's pot based. <laughs> I mean, it makes sense for how weird this recipe is when you break it down. It's like, it's it's definitely if you're looking for like authentic Asian food. No, it's not. It's fu- not even it's close. Fusion Asian. Pan Asian, like it's no, not one Asian. This is this is Panda Express inspired Asian food. Okay, but it's way healthier. I didn't say it wasn't, but I'm saying somebody looked at Panda Express as their reference for what Asian food tastes like, and then made this burrito. Um, and that's probably why I liked it so much. No, I disagree because the herbs and the fresh vegetables are not Panda Express. That's to me. That's what makes it kind of tie. 
Okay. Or Vietnamese or some, sure. something adjacent. It's like it's super herbal and you get veggies in there. And there's no rice, which I love. You know, I don't love rice. <laughs> I like rice, but this didn't need rice. Didn't need rice. Um, yeah, I mean, this is a burrito that has Pan-Asian flavors. And we're going to talk about it based on our first impressions of the recipe, shopping for the ingredients, um, cooking, using the recipe, how it tastes, and we're going to rate the recipe at the end by ease of use, tastiness, cost-effectiveness, what-the-fuck factor, and leftover ability. That'll be a fun one to debate this time, I think. Anyways, first impression. My first impression is the person who didn't find this recipe and was told what this recipe was. Uh, my first impression was, why the fuck is it beef? I think it would be good with beef. I don't think it would be good with beef. I think the flavors would be super muted. Nah. So we looked at this. I looked at this and said, why beef? And Ashley went, I don't care. Do pork. So we did pork. So we already changed the recipe to begin this with. This recipe even says, like, you can do beef, pork, chicken, whatever you want. Oh, it does? Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, then it's not that weird that yeah. we changed it. Yeah, in the ingredients list, it's like, you can do whatever you want, dude. See? What? It says right there. Oh, well, you didn't show me the recipe. You just told me about it. Yeah, well, I think it would be fine with beef, too, but we did it with pork. I think the uh, the beef would mute the flavors. A little much, in my opinion. Or the the beef flavor would just overpower everything. Maybe. And I just know... And, and you could really cook ground, that ground beef to death while you're trying to get the flavors reduced. Yeah, I mean, mostly we had another... We had another beef thing the same week, so... We were like, eh, let's do something else. And, um... Yeah, I definitely think you could make this with, like, whatever protein you want, really. And it would probably still be good. But as Ashley's mentioned, there are some fresh herbs in there that are probably part of the saving grace of this recipe that keep it from being pure Panda Express. Well, yeah, I mean, yeah. It's, uh, yeah, my first impression was it's, like, a super simple, like, after gym thing. Do we have it after the gym? Um, we planned it and we just, didn't we do it on like a Friday? Yeah, I think we ended up doing this on a Friday, but it would be like something that you could easily make after yeah. you worked out or something. The 20 minutes is pretty accurate. Because it's got, like, you don't have to prep the meat, it's ground and like. All the sauces are The sauces in the are soy sauce and my ploy, like you don't have to make sauce. Um, you just have to chop up herbs. Like herbs that's the and only, garlic. That's the only prep involved. I think there might be ginger that you have to. Is there ginger? Oh, uh, oh yeah, I think there was ginger in this, and we ended up. Um, yeah, you grate it. The ginger we had was too old, so it didn't grate very well. Mm -hmm. So we ended up using some of the pre-done squeezed ginger in there to bump it up. No, I thought we just used what we had. No, I put some pre-done squeezed ginger in there. Mm, okay. Well, oh, well, now that you know it's in there, you hate it. That's what that sound meant. No, I just, I remember saying I didn't want you to do that. Well, I did it anyway. Um, <laughs> whatever, though. Yeah, I didn't notice, obviously, so. Boom. Nick for the win. It's fine. Um, 
Sorry, I'll stop. Very limited prep, and every, limited everything prep. is just kind of, you might already have some of it in your house. Like, mm-hmm. flour tortillas, you might already have that from something else. Yeah. Um, and, like, this has cucumbers in it. We already had, like, half a cucumber from a different recipe that we did earlier in the week, and it was, like, you don't need a whole cucumber, so. But the other nice thing is, like a burrito, it's very much build your own. So you can mix, you can pick and choose if you want the cucumbers or if you want to add peppers or it's very much a what's left in the, uh, what's left in the refrigerator. Let's see if that will mix in here if you want it to be. Yeah, you could probably put a lot of different vegetables in there and it would be good. You put onions. There were no onions except green onions, right? Yeah, it was just green onions. Either way, first impressions, it sounded um, it sounded pretty good. It sounded pretty sounded easy. easy. <laughs> and at the worst, it was just going to be okay. That's what I remember thinking, too. Yeah, I was like, it might be, like, not great flavor-wise. It flavor might not be wise. our taste anymore. But... Or, like, it might be too basic, is what I was thinking. But the other thing I was thinking is it might be, we might fuck it up because it's burritos, and we've, like, never made good burritos. <laughs> never made a good burrito. In past. Um, we never, we've never done that. But I also am like, I really want to, like, make burritos because I love burritos. Yeah. And, like, I feel like every time I have a burrito from a takeout place, it's, like, worse than the last time I had a burrito from a takeout place. They just, they suck. They're just mostly gross. It's because they're mostly potatoes and eggs. Yeah. They're just not very good. And the problem is most of the places don't season the potatoes and the eggs very well. Right. So they're relying on... And then they have, like, shitty salsa half the time. Oh, my God. Why does nobody around here have good salsa? You're like, the the whole thing is the salsa. Yeah, they're relying on the salsa to be the saving grace of the flavor, and then their salsa sucks, so... Yeah. There was this place... uh, There were, like... I, it's mostly because I was so spoiled for choice when I worked in Santa Ana. There were, like, three different breakfast burrito places that were all really good, that were all, like, right there, like, in the work complex or just outside of it, mm-hmm. like, in the office complex. And I was, like, they were so freaking good, and nobody makes good burritos anymore. And it makes me sad. And I'm pretty sure the ones within the work complex both shut down during COVID because nobody was there. And the other one I'm hoping is still open because they were like on a strip mall kind of thing. But yeah, I mean, it's definitely like, who do you have to fuck around here to get a burrito? (laughs) I mean, it might become me here pretty soon. Well, I'm glad we made burritos because I want to make, I love burritos. Um, anyway, so that was, we were like, it's going to be easy. The only thing we might fuck up is the burrito, like, wrapping and stuff like that. Yeah. But, I mean, how hard is it, as we saw, to just Google some directions? YouTube A little short little video. YouTube it. You can do it. It's not that hard. What is this note you wrote about microwaved? Because the recipe wants you to microwave the tortillas. Oh, that's dumb. And I was like, that's going to be gummy and gross. Yeah, that's dumb. So we didn't do that. So if you need to heat up a tortilla, either if you have an open flame, just kind of move the tortilla around over a low flame. 
and flip yeah, it. Yeah, just like a gas stove burner. But it, or you can just put it in a pan. We put it in a pan because A, we don't have an open flame, and B, we were going to use the pan again. Yeah, it works great on a pan. Just pan with no... We just got no... a cast iron pan, dry. Yeah. Got it warm. It was great. Yeah, heat it, you just heat it up with that, and it's, it, the thing is that it stays dry. If you microwave tortillas, they, they get, get wet. wet. Yeah. Yeah. And they don't, um, they don't loosen up to roll without ripping the same. Yeah. So. Yes. So we didn't, we did not microwave the tortillas. I am not <laughs> from the middle where they don't know what a tortilla is. Well, yeah. Yeah. You know what though? The thing that kind of baffles me though is, and it, maybe it's like a regional thing or maybe it's like an American Mexican thing, but a lot of. Mexican restaurants and people, Mexican people. Well, that's steamed, though. That's different. No, it's wetter. It's a it's a way of serving. Well, so many flour is not a traditional. No, I know, but they do it with corn, and it's awful too. Why would you do it with corn? I, it's super, somebody's okay. gonna have to. We're gonna have to talk to Edward, and he's gonna have to explain it's, this to me. It's actually super tra- like you've seen the steam tortilla warmer. Yeah, baskets and stuff like those are super normal things to see in american mexican households and that's usually how the and restaurants will do this too that's usually how they'll serve it is to put it in that and then put it in a microwave and then serve it like that but why I and mean, it's just like kind of the worst you know what though maybe it starts maybe it's because like if the tortillas are homemade it works maybe Kind of thing, because it's. I know the tortillas you can buy in the store, which is what we do, because we're not making tortillas. I mean, we're gonna try one of these times, because the store bought stuff is just real garbage. Um, flour, not so much, but corn. Store bought corn flour tortillas. Store bought corn flour tortillas. Store bought corn tortillas are really bummery and sad. Like they are. They're just gritty, and you like you know if you've ever seen any cooking channel special where they go to Mexico or like you know the border or Texas even like they're making tortillas and they look amazing okay yeah they're from Mexico um but it's yeah it's mostly like you took the time to heat a bunch of tortillas like already on a grill Mm -hmm. and then you throwing them in there to keep it warm. Because you're not making them to serve every time. Okay, so you're not supposed to just stick that shit in a microwave. Okay, but I have met Mexican people that, it's easier. that do that. Yeah, and I'm like, before I knew better, I was like, oh, this is how you do this, and I hate tortillas. <laughs> you know? I mean... And then you have one that's, like, cooked on a, like, a, you know, a flat grill, or, like... In a pan that's dry, or even in oil, oil or something, and you're like, "Oh my god, this is like it's like semi fried, but not really." This is like f- the most delicious thing I've ever had. It's yeah, food. That's the best version. Yeah, like it's... what you get from the street taco guy. Yeah, they fry it on the grill before the hole. Oh. Aster has taken to our rocking chair. We put a cushion in it, and she's like all into it. So cute. Please hold for the next few minutes of silence while we watch this kitten be adorable. Yeah. We got, um, um, our, my chair. mother-in-law was 
her um, friend family friend was giving away some rocking chairs because her mom was downsizing her house and needed to get rid of them and they're just all in pretty good condition and all that cool stuff and we ended up taking one because it's I mean it's a nice rocking chair yeah um it's a little narrow for my taste, but... Every chair is narrow for Nick. Nick's a white ass. <laughs> no, it's not that. It's that you have to manspread when you sit. I do, because i got a white ass and huge <laughs> balls. <laughs> See, I, I can sit like with my thighs touching each other. i got massive nuts they can't touch. That's... That is something that at Pilates where they're like, put your legs together, and I'm like, they are as together as they get. <laughs> uh... <laughs> Uh, to some extent, I'm a little bit like that, because, like, I don't, like, my thighs are just kind of big, and they don't, you know, I can't get all the way down to the angle to come together sometimes, but. Dude, I can't even get close. I'm just happy that they've never, the the instructors never said anything. No, they usually, like, read, they're, they're good at reading, like, what you can do. That one woman would have said something. Yeah, yeah. Well, the good ones are good at, like, telling what you can do and when you're trying to do something versus when you're trying to do something wrong. Yeah. Because there's all, definitely stuff that I can't do. All I know is if they ever call me out, like, you got to get your legs together. I, as I'm, like, the only man in the room, they're going to tell me, get my legs together. I'm going to go, I have nuts, and they're in the way. <laughs> But I haven't had to say that yet. No, because they don't. Because they, they, they know. know. They They're know. not stupid. They know as they walk by and I'm smashing my junk together. And they're just <laughs> looking down on me. Sweaty. Yep. Fucking hey, everybody, loose knuckle shit. Everybody looks like shit when they're working out. <laughs> right? Who doesn't? Yeah. Oh my god. Adorable baby cute. Oh, she's now baby curled baby up baby. in the middle of the chair. It's It's super cute. I'm really hoping... If I get pregnant, she's going to be like my little baby guard. Because she's the only girl, and I'm like, oh, that would be so freaking cute. <laughs> um, <sighs> Anyways, let's keep talking about these pork burrito rolls. Burritos. Thai basil, pork bone, chicken gizzard. <laughs> Wait, no. No. Okay. Uh, we, um, so, yeah, the first impressions were it's going to be super easy. Yay. Easy weeknight dinner. Hopefully Whether or not it ta- it'll be good. Hopefully it tastes good because it's going to be super easy. Was yes. Where we, were, we were going with that. <laughs> Sometimes you got to risk it. Yes. And lo- it's low risk because it's like not it's expensive ingredients or anything. Yeah. And we went shopping for it and Winco had all the herbs. They had like so many herbs. They had all of them. It's like they had just stocked for us. Yes. And they had Thai basil, which is the one that they're always out of. Now, what's the difference between basil and Thai basil, would you say? Thai basil has a really pronounced licorice flavor, like black licorice flavor, anise flavor. Um, whereas basil has more of a sweet, it's like sweet basil is what you think, what we think of as like Italian basil. Has a sweeter and less, it, it actually has like a teeny tiny bit of anise but it's very subtle. Like, you wouldn't really notice it unless you kind of had Thai and regular and you're comparing them. Um, I just noticed this recently. I was like, oh, yeah, it kind of has a little bit of that. But uh, the Thai has, like, a really strong anise. It's still sweet, but it's, like, the flavor is a lot different. Mm. I want to think of... I'm trying to think of what it, it would 
like what you would know it from having eaten something it's like when you get thai food out it's the stuff that they'll crisp and like put in the rice hmm. like they'll they'll fry the leaves a couple leaves and like serve it with the food sometimes usually that's thai basil um yeah i mean that's the thing that makes it this kind of Thai for me because you have that basil taste, which yeah. is it's pretty unique. It's not, it is not the same. It's it's very different from Italian sweet basil. Now I don't live in a place where I could get Thai basil. Could I use regular basil? Yeah, you could. It's I personally I would. It's better. There's more flavor contrast with the Thai basil, but. You know, we didn't used to be able to get it either. We just used basil for everything. Yeah. So, um, did I... You can use basil. I think I've talked about it on the show before, but there's cultures that don't know... Like, what we call black licorice flavor is, like, um, anise or fennel, mm-hmm. right? But there are cultures that don't have black licorice, and they don't ever refer... They would never referred to that as black licorice like they have the black licorice candies mm-hmm. but they've had those flavors of like anise and fennel as part of their culture for so long right that it's not they, like a unique thing they would never refer to those things and they and a lot of people can actually pick out the difference between the two where most the average american would say they say fennel and star anise taste exactly the same as far as they're yeah, concerned it's they're similar, but they're different. But, yeah, I mean, the easiest way to explain it to him in American is it tastes like black licorice. Because everyone who's had black licorice knows what that's going to taste like. And most yeah. people don't like it. Uh, you, Yeah, like, most people don't like it straight, but when you when you put it in your food, it has, oh, like, a... Oh, black licorice itself. Yeah. Yeah, the flavor in your food, like, has a really interesting... Um, effect overall, like it's just. It does. It's like a. It's. I want to say it's like a bitterness. It's like a bitter sweetness. Hmm. I don't know. I sometimes I can't pick it out, and sometimes I can. It just depends on the dish. Yeah. But so we got all the herbs. So what else was there? There was basil. There was. There's cilantro. I think that's. It's just, I think it's just basil and cilantro, but... I know green onions, but those aren't herbs. Yeah, basil, cilantro, cilantro. cucumbers, green onions. There's, like, all the veg that goes in it. But the herbs, like, you want, like, so many herbs. So many chopped herbs in one burrito. Because <laughs> it's, like, it's the only thing that's keeping it from being a sweet, nasty piece of garbage. Because there's a lot of chili sweetness in there. Like, there's a lot of chili sweetness in there. <laughs> it's... You know, so you need, like, things to balance it out, and I, I think the herbs do a good job with that. And the cucumber, just, you know, add a little bit of neutral crunch. Yeah. The other thing that you get your crunch from in here is they want you to put some peanut, chopped up peanuts in there, which, I mean, that's going to be some Thai-inspired right there, because I like to put mm-hmm. peanuts on a lot of stuff. Yeah, the peanuts are really good in there, too. And to round out the Thai flavors, you're going to put your Chinese five yeah. spice. <laughs> which, I think it's... It's, I think Thai has their own. Yes, they do. But the, it has similar ingredients. Yeah. To to Chinese five spice, and we already had Chinese five spice. The uh, this is the one thing that if you don't already have it, you would have to find. You can actually get it pretty cheap on Amazon. 
for or for uh, a non-common spice. spice. Mm-hmm. I think it's like four or five bucks. I know that's not cheap for something you may not use a lot, but yeah. But if you make a lot of Asian things, again, great example. It'll come up eventually. It, it's in a lot of things, not just Chinese food. Um, it's in so many things, and it's just good. Um, and you and you only ever use like a little at a time. Yeah. I wouldn't say it's good, but I'd say it has its place. I like it a lot. It's not one. It's not something that I'm like looking for recipes to add it into. You know, mm, like with some herb yeah. or with some spice blend. Sorry, you might be looking like, ooh, I wonder what else I could put that in. Mm-hmm. So yeah, this is more like when I see a recipe that has it that I wouldn't expect it. I'm like, oh, I like okay. th- I like the idea of that. That sounds good it like it doubles down on the anise it does which i really like but but i also like black licorice and like jägermeister and (laughs) fennel like raw fennel so (laughs) so overall though shopping's pretty easy you have it's just it's ground pork it's five spice it's the only weird one which i'm finding out isn't that weird is the the chili spice so, like, we specifically buy a brand called Maipoi. Or is that what it's called? That's not the brand. No, the brand is Maipoi. The brand is my Okay. And it's Thai chili sauce. So, I mean, but I'm also finding out that that's in Vaughn's and Albertson's. And mm-hmm. it's in the pretty common Asian. It'll be in, in the Asian section the of the standard grocery store. International section. In the international. Or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, uh, yeah, a lot of stores have it, and it is like really good. Like I've tried a lot of and it's it's sweet great. chili spice chili sauces, <laughs> and that one is my favorite by far. And it's, I mean, you're gonna buy it and you're gonna use it for other things too. Oh yeah, if you get frozen egg rolls, egg rolls frozen pot stickers, it's uh, good on all that stuff. It's good on a lot of fried food, fried shrimp, or yeah, just like party appetizers, yep. coconut shrimp, stuff like that. It doesn't take. It doesn't need to be doctored, but you can make it spicier if you want to. It's great. Yeah, it's and it's that thing. It's not inherently. It's not super spicy. No, it's got a, a little tiny hint, but it's more sweet. Yeah, and that. I mean, that ends up becoming one of the main flavors. So uh, definitely can't skip that one. No, but I mean, you can do like another you, brand. Yeah, of it'll... Thai chili sauce. It'll get you there, probably. Yeah, probably. That's kind of the idea of this one is... Just whatever you have. Yeah. And if you don't have that, you want that, because it's, like, really good on a lot of stuff. Um, so, yeah, for us, it's kind of like just having sriracha in the house. Like, we just have it. <laughs> and, um, yeah, um, it's not super hard to find anymore. No, not anymore. And it's pretty cheap, too. It's, like, four bucks for, like, like a, a... big thing of it. Like, almost a liter. Yeah. Yeah, it's... It's a good investment. so It's a good one. But yeah, the shopping's not hard on this one. That's kind of the point. Like we said earlier, it's whatever the hell you got in the fridge mm-hmm. um, that will mix with these flavorings. Uh, do you want to move on to cooking or anything else to say about the shopping? Mm, just with the shopping, it's like you can use whatever, but you kind of really want to make sure you... you if you're gonna do the chili spice soy or the chili sauce, soy sauce, uh, garlic ginger flavors that are in this recipe for the meat, like it's really sweet and you really want to have balance. So, 
Like, the herbs are super critical. And, like, to keep the mountains and some kind of vegetable. It could be, like, a neutral vegetable. Or you could, if you really wanted to, you could put, like, white rice in here and it would probably be okay. Ooh, no. Actually, I don't agree with that. As somebody that likes rice. I, I it sounds the, gross to me. I think, the, <laughs> I think adding rice to that would really, um, it would really mute the good qualities yeah, that's true. Because the herbs, the herbs add more. The herb, the the everything is nothing is about this is strong enough to stand up to white rice. Yeah. White rice is gonna zap all of the tastiness out of this. I mean, dish. also like it's already in a tortilla, so yeah, you don't but, need another carb. I mean, if carbs are what you got, carbs are what you got. Yeah. Um, but yeah. cooking, yeah, this one's really easy. The hardest thing to me is uh do you know how to wrap a burrito or roll a burrito google it if you don't google it practice it watch some videos um and don't overfill well yeah don't overfill a burrito that's like the number one problem that everyone has is they put too way too much filling in the burrito because you can't like you think there's a ton of room in that big tortilla and there is not. not there's just this tiny little rectangle in the very middle where you can put things i was again reminded of another comedian um was doing a little bo burnham in my head there for a second no bo burnham oh Ah. when finn's had a burrito yeah the chipotle joke the um (laughs) i was i specifically went to and i'd blow my dad before i'd eat a burrito with a fork yeah (laughs) Yeah, don't overfill your burrito, but... So, yeah, I mean, it, it's it's easy. It's cook the meat, add all the shit in there, let the... It's it's a little saucy when it goes in, so let the, let the liquids reduce down to your desired consistency. If you want it saucier, cook it less. If, especially if you're using pork, you can cook it longer. It's fine. It's not going to dry out. Yeah you, yeah, you just want to not have, like, a super wet thing that you're trying to put in a burrito. I would definitely say, like, there's a minimum time that it recommends. Bump it up by at least five minutes. Yeah. From whatever the minimum time for it to cook with the sauce is. Um, yeah. And we also added, we mentioned that we added sambal leek to the meat. Did we? Yeah, we did, because we wanted a little bit of spice. Oh, that's right. Because, I mean, if you don't add, if you just go with the Thai sweet chili sauce, there it's is, gonna be like, much no spice. Yeah. It's very, very minimal. So, we added some sambal, like, which is, um, it's like sriracha, but it's a chili garlic paste. It's like chunky sriracha, mm-hmm. but also not. It's got a lot more heat. So you know you don't add a, you don't need to add a ton, but add no. a little bit because it's it's like everything is just trying to counteract the sweetness, which the sweetness is good as long as you have enough other things. Yeah. <laughs> so um. So yeah, just in your pan, you mix all that good shit in there, soy sauce, chili sauce, spice it up to your desired level. Spice it up however you want. Don't spice it up at all. Make it sugary. Mm-hmm. Um, then I, I didn't, I thought that they were going to have you mix the, uh, the cucumber into the meat as like one big mashup pot and they didn't. And I liked that. Oh yeah. They, you just, you kind of just do the meat and then fill the, like fill the tortilla with the meat and then 
top it with all the herbs and the cucumber, like whatever vegetables and, and the peanuts. Peanuts, and... yeah. So the cucumbers are just raw, like cucumbers. Basically, everything else is your cheese toppings on the side for the build your burrito. <clears throat> Um, yeah. But your meat is your meat and everything else is everything else. It's good. It worked. Yeah. It's, yeah. You get a lot of... It's because then the stuff doesn't get mushy. It keeps that nice texture because, you know, you got a you got chewy meat with a soft, chewy tortilla. Mm -hmm. So the cucumber is really nice. I really like the peanuts, but I'm a, yeah, I'm a simp good. for peanuts. I'll, you know, peanuts, peanut butter, you know, I'll put, you put it in something, I'll probably like it a lot. Uh, that and s'mores. You do s'mores and peanut butter. <laughs> if you do peanut butter s'mores, I'll blow you right now. Mm. Um, I am Very a simple bitch. bitch. Yes, I am. And I love the things I love. Leave but, me alone. but yeah, peanuts are great in this, actually, yeah. Just so, another, just another textural component. Just whatever you're doing. Like, I would say don't, don't take a bell pepper and an onion and saute them down forever and then put them in this. Because that's going to be more mush. Yeah, it's, and it's just going to get lost. It's going to be a weird lost texture. Yeah, uh, you're going to have much better luck with something that's kind of crunchy. Like, if you had a bunch of, uh, like, a bag of those, like, sweet peppers that you can just eat. Like, they don't have any heat to them or anything. If you cut one of those up and put it in there, it'd probably be Ooh, good. that'd probably be good. That'd be good. Crunchy and sweet. Um, yeah, it's like, if you really wanted to cook some vegetable, you'd probably be okay, but you don't want it to be, like super cooked down no um yeah and then so we we didn't follow the microwave rule we talked about that we heated our tortilla in the pan because that was dumb to microwave <laughs> the idea of microwaving that heat it up it'll be fine your fingers will you'll get a little warm but you're, you you could use tongs if you're a bitch you can totally use tongs. I'm saying I used I used my fingers because I'm a man. I would use tongs. I should have used tongs. My fingers were very uh, hot. And I didn't like it. Either way, heat your tortilla the way that you prefer, and then um, we took the extra step, inspired by Taco Bell, which I know that it's not a Taco Bell <laughs> thing. And no. They but you know but you, you know see what? it in the, the commercials. People that work no, what's up? Because yeah. their grandma probably makes burritos like that, okay? We uh, we got our pan real hot, and we tried to seal up the tortilla, put a little texture on the outside, a little color, and it worked out really well. Uh, if I was better at rolling burritos, I and I could have gotten it a little tighter, I probably could have, like, uh, cooked it on the, like, the fold line, but I just cooked oh. it next to it to try and Whatever. seal it up better. It was... It was really good. It was good. That was an Ashley idea to uh, to heat it in a pan like that afterwards. So, good on her. Yeah, just to make sure it has, like, some texture. Yeah, if you have any burrito rolling abilities, making knowledge skills, <laughs> you just apply that the same. Obviously, it's just a fucking burrito. Yep, just a bur it's just the same as the burrito. It's just a <laughs> different filling. Um, but yeah, cooking's not hard. There's not really much to say. I'm trying to fill out this portion, but mm. I mean, how many ways can you say cook meat, put in burrito? Yeah, there's not really, uh, the biggest trick to it is rolling the burrito and that's like just, you know, YouTube it and. Well, the other biggest trick, air quotes trick, is just knowing that you don't want a super wet burrito. Yeah. So. So make sure, make sure that your meat is not super wet. 
when you try to put it in the tortilla. So cook it down. Cook yeah. that sauce down, reduce. It'll stick those flavors on better. You'll be golden. Mm-hmm. Let's talk about the taste. Now I want to go make these burritos. Can we uh, have them next week? Maybe. No. No, we're not going to do that. We just had them. We did just have them, yeah. We'll have them at the end of the month. <laughs> um, taste. Depending on how much uh, you spice it up. The ours was mm, a little on the spice side for me, but it was delicious. Oh, I thought it was great. I did not think it was too spicy at all. Oh, good for you. <laughs> I thought it was, like, really good. Because, like, I mean, if you're, if this is me and I don't like sweet things, so I'm like, this needs to be really balanced to not have, like, a crazy sweet taste or I'm not going to like it. So my whole goal with the whole thing is, you know, don't don't make this a mushy, nasty texture and avoid the only flavor being sweet. So you do that by warming the tortilla in pan. Avoids the gross texture. And using a lot of herbs. A lot of herbs and cucumber and peanuts to the heart's desire. Again, you could add like a raw onion slices, you know. Like slices that you put on like a salad if you wanted that. Yeah, that would probably be. But uh, definitely wouldn't cook it. Yeah. Because otherwise, like we said, it's just going to lose its texture. It's going to be more wet. It's going to be more mushy. Yeah, but I mean, yeah, when you build your burrito, like don't over meat. Like don't just sprinkle a tiny bit of cucumber on top and stuff. Like sprinkle a lot of cucumber and a lot of peanuts and a lot of herbs on it. Just accept that you're probably going to have more than one burrito. Depending yeah. <laughs> on the size of your tortillas, we could have gotten bigger tortillas and stuffed them full more. Because we got the small end of the uh, burrito-sized tortillas. Yeah, our burritos ended up on the smallish side. I actually really like them kind of small, though, because I just like... I, I think when they get too big is when you get problems with texture. Because it all just kind of... Because it all steams together. Like, you know, when, it, when there's less stuff to be stuck in the crowded middle of it. Yeah. Our, they were good size. They were like the size of like a Del Taco regular burrito. Yeah, I'd say that that's probably about the right size to describe it, the Del Beef burrito. Yeah, it's like... But like, I I kind of prefer that to big real to like real a, big, I'd, I'd just rather have two smallish the, burritos instead of the massive singular breakfast burrito that you have to share or else yeah. go back to bed if you eat the whole thing because yeah because the proportions are off like the like I want the tortilla to be a texture and then I want everything in it to have texture instead of it just being like a big wrapped log of like mushy crap was usually what it what you get you know mm-hmm. so yeah i we reduced our so it wasn't super wet the i think the chili sauce really came through finished really spicy um i don't yeah. <laughs> i don't agree you don't need any carbs to go i guess if you were doing like a party uh or if you were doing a full family meal you could do i wouldn't do a white rice though Oh yeah, I was just saying when I when we were looking at this recipe before we made it, we were I was like, is this gonna work? 
No, just have more burritos. You don't need rice. No, I yeah, I just was like, is this burrito going to work without, like, some, some kind of rice or something? Like, yeah, it does. It does. I just, I was happily surprised that it worked really well without a carb in the burrito. Yeah. I thought that said crab for a second. I was like, you're not going to put crab in there. No. <laughs> it needs a crab, like rice. It needs a crab. No. That would be good, though. It would. Oh, that would be fucking really good. Now, it did tell you to dip it in sesame oil on the side. Yeah. I could take her, leave that part. I think, I think, I think for sure don't put sesame oil in it. No, that's all it's going to taste like is the sesame oil. Yes, but I thought it was really good. You know, it was nice like every other bite to have the sesame yeah. oil. Like it's, it's good to have like the, because you could take a couple bites without it and take a bite with it and it was like... It added a lot to the it, flavor, I thought. It does also say on the recipe you can um, you can per- bring out the sweet chili sauce and dip it in that, too. See, but to me, that's too much sweet chili. Yeah, but I'm a basic bitch for my sugar, so. I liked the sesame oil. Cause I didn't was... need it from our, how we made it, but, you know, if you got, like, somebody that's like me. Who only want sugar snack. Yeah, I just, I liked the sesame oil on the side because it was a flavor that wasn't already in the burrito. Yeah, that is true. That was really nice. So, it's just kind of like a nice, like, different thing for some of your bites. Um, so, I mean, like, I, I totally recommend having that. Um, but not putting it in the burrito because it would, it would definitely overpower it. Yeah, well, it would super overpower it. Sesame oil is just the... The ketchup of Asian foods, like whatever you put it on, that's what it tastes like now. Oh yeah, kinda yeah. Not not. It's the... really good though. Is the problem? Sesame oil is like one of my favorite Asian condiments. Like it's so yummy. Yeah, it's just like we said, overpowering. Um, yeah, <laughs> it does. Uh, but it's it's like you could make it's. This is basically just like a basically constructed burrito. You could do that with most things, but you know, be if you wanted to stick to Asian theme, you could do any, you could do anything. You could do like ground turkey, ground chicken. Um, basil is a good one for this Thai basil or just basil and cilantro ends up being good. I mean, it's basil and cilantro as a combination is gonna give you a, like a Thai thing. Or at least when I have those that those combined, I think Thai, because it's really common. But um, I mean, yeah, and like you could do the same thing and just put the sweet sauce and the same toppings on like anything, and it would be good. It doesn't have to be pork. No, it doesn't. I'd be now that I've talked about it more. I'd be interested to see what the beef tastes like. I think the pork's gonna be my favorite. I'd say chicken, but it's just going to get dry. Mm. I think chicken or turkey would be okay. Well, if you did ground chicken, it's just going to get dry. If you did, like, chicken thighs cut up into small chunks. I was just going to say you could do ground chicken and be fine. I'd probably get too dry. I don't know. We don't work a lot with ground chicken, to be honest. Yeah. It doesn't get called for a lot. It doesn't get, yeah. It's. There's probably a reason for that. (laughs) Yeah, it's just I don't know. It doesn't it doesn't work very well in a lot of things, but yeah. 
Um, on a side note to the burritos, uh, while staying on topic, though, we did have some leftovers, spoilers, for the next <laughs> step. And uh, I did have some hard taco shells that I got, took, had from work. I brought them home. And I was like, oh, well, I'll just put the the meat in the taco shell. And uh, I don't know when you guys have last had the like pre-done Ortega hard taco shells. I think they sell them stale, though. This is a brand new box, never opened. They're super bad. It was so bad. Yeah. I took, like, I ate half of it, and then I just scooped the meat out and ate that. Dude, my mom used to, like, fry... Oh, well, we tortilla shells. That was delicious. Well, I know, but I like I was an idiot and I wouldn't eat that. <laughs> she made homemade fried ones all the time. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I just want my flour tortilla with butter in it. But you were an idiot because I ate those and they were delicious. I, yeah, of course they were. Of course they were delicious. I'm an idiot. So yeah, the pre-done Ortega, no, pre-done hard taco shells. There's a reason why they don't have hard taco shells in Mexico like that. Because they're terrible. Yeah. The way your mom did them was closer to an authentic hard taco. Yeah, because she just fried them and like put them over a, like a thing to dry. Although I think she was doing it with flour. I don't know. I'm pretty sure she was doing them with flour. Maybe. Yeah, probably. They were still good. Probably. No complaints here. But let's... You want to talk about ratings? You want to talk about anything else? I have a feeling this is going to end up being a real short one. I can't see the timer, but uh, it was a simple recipe. There wasn't a lot to talk about. Yeah, mostly it was just really good and really easy. And like, what? Like a lot of times those don't turn out, but this one did, and we were all, we were super excited about it because you know we're always you're always looking for something that's easy to make. That's, that's also satisfying. It's going to be good, too, yeah. Like, this is one of the few, like, easy ones that we're probably going to revisit. A lot of our easy ones are like, that was a fun try for the one time. I could probably go six months to a year without ever eating that again. Yeah, this is like the sloppy joe for me where I'm like, I really like this. Like, I would make Have this. Have it, like, every, cup, every other month or every Put two, it in the months. rotation. It's, yeah. You know? <laughs> For sure, for you, sure. You make all these cool fancy things, but it's like, it's it's these little basic fucking weird fusion-y things. It's the weeknight that, dinners that you never get to make for your family. You just... That you want to show off sometimes. Sometimes. But it's just really nice to have these, like, quick things. But you're never going to be like, hey, let's get all ten of us together, all twelve, how many ever, and I'm going to make you... I'm going to make these shitty burritos. And they're going to go like, no... No, they probably would think they were really fucking good. The they sad would, part but they're is not going to be excited about, uh, you know, like... The sad versus... part is, is that, like, our families or our parents, like, the stuff that we make during the week is more, like, their speed most of the time. Yeah. Than the fancy stuff that we make, because they're, like, I don't... what For whatever reason, they don't like some part of it. You know, what, whether it's usually something to do with the protein or it has, like, some sauce that they don't like or something. But... Fish sauce. Mayonnaise. Yeah. Chicken thigh. <laughs> yes. So stuff, so stuff like this that we eat all the time would be like way more up their alley than the stuff we're trying to get them to eat. Yeah, but I'm never going to offer to make that for them because why? It's boring. It's not. It, you don't feel like you get to show off 
to your family with those with this dish. But what I yeah, but when it's like after work and this is what I have to make for myself, I like really appreciate it. <laughs> yep. And I mean, next time I might buy up more meat to make guaranteed leftovers. Honestly, mm. we were definitely hesitant on the meat because we were like, I don't want to, I don't want to buy too much and find out it sucks. Mm, yeah. So, anywho, I think that rolls right into rating the ease of use of this recipe. Yeah. Um. I mean, the recipe, other than, other than the fact that you, if you make the tortillas like they say to, or if you warm the tortillas in the microwave, it's not gonna be as good. It's probably it'll probably be fine, but it won't be as good. Um. Mm. I yeah, I think it would be just fine. So that's the technique that they tell you to do for that, and I don't think that's great. But um, you know, you do the technique that works best for you, right? Yeah, and they probably don't cook it down enough, so theirs might end up being a little bit wetter than ours. But I mean, that's all judgment call at that point. Yeah, yeah. Generally, I feel like I think you could get away with it as written and still enjoy it. Yeah, I feel like it's a pretty good recipe. It's easy to follow, and it's not. It's just like really easy. Like, there's not that much to it. It's like, um, this recipe is like making grilled cheese, right? Like, yeah, at its base, doing grilled cheese is easy. Mm-hmm. But if you get chefy about it, or if you, even if you just have some cooking knowledge, you can look at that and go, I could probably make this slightly better. Mm-hmm. So, it, I, that's, I would still say this is a five. Because I think the yeah, way it's, well, I, yeah, I, I think, think so too. Okay, I thought you were gearing up to say four. For a second. No, this one's really easy. Because I, I think the way it's written will still produce a tasty burrito. The, I mean, this is like a recipe that you could feasibly get out of, like, HelloFresh. Yes. Like, it's oh, very... that's a good example. Very reminiscent it to of Fresh that. Maybe they'll pay us. No, because it's not a recipe. Shut up. It's my recipe now. No, it's not. But it's, it is. Like, it's totally like that. See, no, they submitted Thai basil roll-up, but I submitted Thai basil burrito. No. I don't even think they they pay people for no, that anyways. Because they're like, we can just go look it up. No. Um, I wouldn't be surprised to find something almost identical on, mm-hmm. like, a HelloFresh type website, though. Yeah, this is totally, like, that level of skill to make. Um... And, like, you know, there's just not that many steps to mess up. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, yeah. 5 easy is super easy. Taste satisfaction, I mean, 4? Four? 4? 4 for you? 4 because cause it's like, it's it's like the Sloppy Joe's where it's like, it's a super comfortable flavor that I just like a lot. And it's, pre- but it's like presented in a slightly new way that makes it more interesting. Hmm. I, I wouldn't give it a five because it's still like kind of Asian sweet meat, which isn't like my favorite thing. But it's, I mean, it's definitely like I would put it in a rotation of meals and eat it often. I'm going to surprise the world and say it's a five because I like the Asian sweet meat. Yeah. Yeah, everybody saw that coming. <laughs> I'm very easy to please when it comes to like sugar meat. Yeah. it's. I, I love my sweet and savory combinations. I like that too. I just don't always like. No, I like it a lot more. Like 
chicken and waffles is up there with I love chicken waffles. The ultimate sweet and savory. I love chicken waffles. But Asian sweet meat is like my least favorite sweet meat. Cause it's like too sweet most of the time. Hmm. Or or like depending on the recipe, there's just like not enough besides the sweet. Oh well the, that's the part I like though. Because I, I don't like being just sweet, sweet, sweet. Like, there has to be some salt. Like, we just made, like, fancy chefy grilled cheese that was really good yesterday. And um, Nick had the good idea to, to put some balsamic vinegar and honey, like... Apple balsamic vinegar. Yeah, so, like a glaze on, on the top of the sandwich. So, like, after it's already cooked... Um, whole sandwich is done you're just gonna eat it like uh drizzle it over with the glaze to serve it was a really great idea but i immediately was like i have to this has to have something else besides just the sweet or it's gonna be sweet to me (laughs) i mean i don't disagree with you that that was the right thing to add on but i so we added some finishing (sighs) salt and it helped a lot Again, I'm a simple man. I like simple things. Give me my sugar sweet on top of my savory grilled cheese. Yeah, the sugar was good. And then we got fancy and did oregano and Aleppo pepper. and. But maybe we'll talk about that sometime. Finishing salt. <laughs> that was good. But yeah, taste satisfaction on this for me was a five. Um, I would definitely put it back in the rotation in like in a month or so. Yeah, it's good. I like it a lot. And, yeah, um, so cost-effectiveness this is super cheap. Yeah, like we said, the only th- thing you might have to buy is Chinese Five Spice. And, well, and My Poi. And My Poi. The sweet chili sauce. Yeah, but My Poi is not expensive. And you're going to, once you know it, about it and you have it in your rotation, you're going to start using it for things that you... Oh, you're going to use that on everything. Put it on french fries if you want. Like, it's I good. I bet it would be good. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's definitely a five. The most expensive things are the five spice if you have it, need it, and then meat. So, it is definitely an easy weeknight meal. You can make it for a bunch of kids to shut them up if you have, like, a party. Yeah, kids would probably like this. They'd love the shit out of it. The uh, the thing you'd have to worry about would be the herbs. No, just don't tell them what's in there. Well, or just let them build their own, and they can make it wrong, and they'll be fine. Yeah. And then you roll it for them, and then you send them away. Yeah. And then you keep the herbs for yourself. This would be a good thing. I feel like kids would be into this. They would super be into it. It's like giving them a Panda Express burrito. Kind of. Well, the way they're going to make it. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> yeah, you, yeah. Um, uh, yeah, I guess, yeah, it's a five. It's a fun. For cost effective, it's it's very cheap. It's very cheap, especially compared to some of the things we've made on here. Yeah. Um what the fuck factor? It's it's what the fuck in the oh man, a burrito that's Asian, but you know, that's not that weird. It's not that weird anymore. <laughs> uh since what the fuck doesn't take into account like how surprised I was that it was good. I'm going to say it's a three. It's very mid. It's not that. Uh, yeah. You're like, okay, yeah, Asian flavors in a tortilla. Cool. This gets like a two what the fuck for me because it's, it's very basic. Yeah. I mean, I appreciated the addition of like the things that I like, like the cucumber and the herbs because they could have gone weird with it. Recommended. Yeah, they, I, I definitely like this recipe because they went cucumber and herbs instead of rice. 
could have gone rice, wonton strips. They could have, right. you know. There's weird, there's definitely, like, white people flavorings that they could have thrown in there. Yeah, uh, definitely. And they, they tried to stick with something. It actually does have pretty legitimate Asian flavors to it. That aren't, to an effect. That aren't just extent, sugar sorry. and are, you know, there's, and it's more complex than, yeah, you know, um, than you might hope Ooh, for. You could probably throw a dash of fish sauce in there. Oh, I'm sure you could. Like a little tiny dash. You could probably, yeah. You can put whatever in here if you want. Um, I'm still going to give it a three. I'm easily amused. Yeah, I just I just don't think it's weird. It's not weird, but it was fun. Yeah. I'm going to go to work and tell people about it. And they're going to go, oh, that's interesting. Yeah. Nobody's going to be have their mind blown at the concept. Yeah. But... Yeah, I, it depends who you're talking to, for sure. Some people be like, Asian burrito, what the fuck? Yeah, but, but I don't hang out with a lot of those people, uh, so. Yeah, it's it's like, dude, if you live in, in and around L.A., it's not, okay. No, if um, you've been on the internet in the last five years, it's not that weird. Um. Uh, Does it leftover? Yeah, totally. Totally, totally did. Totally, because the meat, because you just, I mean, you just don't make pre-made burritos you just keep everything mm-hmm. keep all the toppings separate and keep the meat in its own thing and then yeah just wrap it up the it next doesn't day. travel though no not because really of the, because of the tortilla i mean unless you want to microwave it well but and then you also have to have all of your accoutrements separate mm-hmm. you know the meat separate from you could mix the herbs and the the cucumber but then you have to have the there's like at least four containers something for the burrito or for the tortilla something for the meat something for the herb something for the peanut that doesn't travel very well but if you're making it again the next day at home yeah i guess that's we should like clarify that for the audience like when we say does it leftover we mean like can you easily enough heat this back up at, at your house for like lunch in the middle of a work day like this doesn't like because... some of the things that we've said left over would travel. This is not one of them. But most things don't, and that's like one of the worst things about working in an office is that how limited you are with what you can eat for lunch. Yeah, you could. I mean, if you want to be a monster, you could just take a bowl of this meat and just eat spoonfuls of it at work. I mean, with like yeah. tortilla chips, or you can make it a rice bowl, or you could. Whatever. Oh, just do it with tortilla chips. And then it travels to work. The meat, though, but mm-hmm. nothing else. Yeah, it's, maybe the herbs and the. It's everything. Everything stays just fine. You could make it travel to work, but it did definitely leftovers at home. Yeah. If make you, this on a Friday. Have it for lunch on Saturday. Or if you've got, you know, an hour at lunch home. at home, you can totally make like a fresh burrito. Yeah. <laughs> So, I mean, it's it's a definite five for me in our yeah, situation. Yeah, it, it totally does. It's... And I could make it work either way, at home or on the road. Um, I Is this one of our first... Oh, wait, no, we didn't five across the board because of the what the fucks. Mm-hmm. We almost did. Uh, taste satisfaction, I gave it a four. Because yeah. I, I like it. I almost fived it. Personally, like it me. Because... But yeah, it's just it's not like my favorite flavor profile, so I'm like eh, it's it's good, but it's I not. Get it. 
Um, it's not like life changing. It's but it's good. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, <laughs> and it's also not very like. It's not particularly weird or... No. But it was fun. It's definitely going to end up back in our rotation at some point. Yes. It's a really nice and easy thing to make. That is also good. Yeah. Um, so what... Anything else that you really want to talk about? I feel like we're petering out. I know I need to go check on whatever the hell the cats were doing downstairs. They made, like, a loud noise, and now I don't know. They got real quiet. Well, that's so. always... Right? That's always good. Ominous, yeah. Right? What's uh, what's our time look like on here, though? Do you feel okay? Yeah, we can... I mean, we can... I guess we're just going to kind of fill it out otherwise, but... Yeah, we're good. We can uh, we can wrap it up. You want to um... wrap it up like a burrito? Yeah. Yeah, make uh... this. Learn how to make roll burritos. It's... I mean, everybody likes burritos, right? I mean, it's a very transferable skill. You learn to roll the burritos, now you're rolling egg rolls. It's just a mini burrito. Yeah, that actually is true. The technique is basically the same. Yeah, just a smaller piece of, smaller tortilla. (laughs) But yeah, tuck and roll. Tuck and roll. And on that note, I'm going to tuck and roll out of here. (laughs) Okay, thanks everybody for listening. Bye. Bye.